yes, 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 yes. Welcome to another interesting episode of All Things Basketball Podcast. And of course, I'm your host, Coach Luke. How's everybody doing out there today? It's Monday, the start of the week. Everybody's got it going and got it ready to go. Of course, we're here at All Things Basketball Podcast with episode 60. And we're still transcending up people. And I love it that everybody is still on this journey with us at All Things Basketball Podcast. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Episode 60, people. We finally reached it. Episode 60. And again, we're transcending up. Okay, the name of episode 60, Training Camp. The name of episode 60, people, Training Camp. And of course, you know how Coach Loops like to do it. I like to ease on into the topic, you know, somewhere along the line in the show. But right now, before we do that, you know what we got to do, right? We got to tap in. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. Well, before we get started on this show, you know, Coach Luke and the rest of my staff, we've been trying to figure out different ways to continue to transcend up. And a lot of the things that we're going to do, we're going to start changing formats. As I told you before, we'll do a Monday show, we'll do a Wednesday show. And those days are also subject to change as far as uh, the days that we do all things basketball podcast. Because again, Coach Luke is a coach and the season is coming up. And so I'll still do two shows, all right? But it definitely has to work within the frame of me coaching on the high school level. And so we're still going to keep transcending up. There's nothing going to change at All Things Basketball Podcast other than Coach Luke's schedule, but we're still going to keep transcending up. Well, all right, let's get into episode 60, people. Coming out of that Golden State building, all right, Steph Curry. Steph Curry's phenomenal, man. A lot of people are saying if he's not the best point guard in the game of basketball right now, it's one and two. You know what I'm saying? And so Steph Curry's a phenomenal player. He's definitely going to be a Hall of Famer someday. Uh, championships, the whole nine. Right now, though, you have a gentleman that was in the building with him, Kevin Durant, that uh, is constantly taking little side shots, constantly still talking about his time in Golden State and how, um, you know, basically what he's saying is that you know, it's Steph Curry, and then it's the Golden State Warriors. Steph Curry always got preferential treatment, and then it was the rest of the team that followed behind. Well, you know, I find it kind of weird that Kevin Durant is now bringing that out because it's always been that way. Before he got in Golden State, it was that way, and after he's leaving Golden State, it remains to be that way. The Golden State Warriors is Steph Curry's team. Everybody in the NBA knows that. The whole league knows that. The Golden State Warriors is Steph Curry's team. So what's going on right now is that Kevin Durant is taking little side shots. He had a press conference in Brooklyn where he even mentioned a few things about the uh, his former team, his former teammates, and things of that nature. And so at the opening of the Golden State's training camp, the question was posed to one Steph Curry about, uh, you know, Kevin Durant's comments on a consistent basis. 
Well, you know Steph Curry's a class act. You'll never get him into any back and forths. You'll never get him to, to throw shade on your name or say anything derogatory about you. He'll keep his mouth quiet. He'll keep hush, and he'll continue to play at a high, high level. If he doesn't have anything positive to say, Steph Curry probably won't say anything at all. And so when he was asked a question about Kevin Durant making these comments consistently about him and the rest of his teammates, Steph Curry just replied, listen, we had a lot of great years. We won a couple of championships together. He's an excellent teammate, a consummate pro, and I would like to leave it at that. I wish him all the well in Brooklyn, and hopefully he has a very successful remaining of his career. And that's all Steph Curry said. And it doesn't surprise me that Steph Curry replied this way because like Coach Luke said, Steph Curry is a consummate pro. He's a very, very uh, uh, heady individual, very smart young man, and he's not going to throw any shade on your name, whether you're throwing shade on his or not. Steph Curry never goes down that road, and you could talk about him all day long, and he'll never say one word derogatory about you. And he's a class act. He's a very, very strong religious young man, and he's a class act. He's not going to say anything bad about Kevin Durant. All right. And so that was the answer that Steph Curry at the opening of the Golden State um, um, training camp the other day, it was asked, hey, what do you think about Kevin Durant's comments? And that's the answer Steph Curry gave. And it doesn't surprise me and it probably shouldn't surprise anybody else that Steph Curry will not throw low balls at anyone, especially his former teammates. Well, all right. Let's get into it. Candace Parker. Candace Parker is saying something's got to give. Well, as you know, uh, right before the uh, end of the playoffs, and of course, the L.A. Spark got sent home as they were swept by the Connecticut Sun in the semifinals of the WNBA. All right. And Candace Parker, as well as Anika Akumake, sat the whole fourth quarter, which brought up a barn burner of questions for uh, the head coach, Derek Fisher. All right. Well, right now, Candace Parker is saying, hey, something's got to give. What I think Candace Parker means is that either uh, um, something's got to give with the coaching situation or she might want out. She didn't say it completely. But I mean, when you say things like something's got to give, it's basically either I need to leave the building and play basketball or I'm going to retire or you're going to have to remove the coach that's in place. And so Candace Parker, when she speaks, especially in that L.A. building, it moves chairs. And so this is what Candace Parker is talking about right now from being sat the whole fourth quarter of the semifinal game. And, of course, you could tell by the look on her face, she was very, very upset by the situation that occurred. All right. Now, Anika Akumake really couldn't tell what her feeling was on it. Of course, the superstar that she is, she definitely wanted to be on the floor. I mean, both of these young ladies are superstars and want to be on the floor. But I think Candace Parker, as the leader, is being a little bit more vocal and stating right now, hey, something's got to give. And that's what Candace Parker is talking about out of that L.A. building. Something's got to give. And what that means is either you're going to trade her, she might retire, you know, but I don't think she's going to retire. 
I think she's leaning more towards getting out of the Spark uniform and into a new uniform, or Derek Fisher uh, probably um, being replaced or fired. And so that's what's coming out of that L.A. building in the WNBA semifinalist team, L.A. Spark. All right. Once again, tap in, baby. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and I'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. Let's go. And, hey, man, we got a lot of great coaches on deck. A lot of coaches are getting more involved with All Things Basketball Podcast. We have excellent training methods. I mean, just hit that email button and find out. All you ballers need to hit that email button. Let's go. All right. Staying in that L.A. building, Dwight Howard said he could never imagine being in the purple and gold once again. And he definitely couldn't see himself ever being a teammate of Anthony Davis and LeBron James. He says he has to pinch himself every night at the thought of playing with these guys. And I tell you what, the opening of training camp started the other day for the Los Angeles Lakers. I think it was Saturday. And these are the words out of one Dwight Howard's mouth. He could have never thought that he would go full circle and return to the purple and gold. He's always had an affinity for the Lakers And so he was very disappointed how things worked out the first time he was in the Laker uniform. But, hey, you never know, man. Things come back around. And so this is the second time around for Dwight Howard, and he really says he wants to make good on the situation that he's in. They also also once again asked him, do he believe he should be a starter? And, of course, the answer was yes. And Dwight Howard's always had a lot of strong pride, and a lot of strong confidence. And so he's definitely going to be in the battle with my main man, JaVel McGee. Because JaVel McGee was the starter last year. And I don't think JaVel McGee wants to budge out that starting position. But it's always good to have competition and two willing and able centers on every team. And so the Lakers are pretty solid at the center position with JaVel McGee and Dwight Howard. But Dwight Howard has stated he's very, very excited. He's very excited at the prospect of playing with LeBron James and Anthony Davis. And so that's a wonderful, wonderful thing. All right. And the Lakers, again, are loaded, people. You're going to have to watch the Lakers moving forward. But Dwight Howard is very excited about his new tenure with the um, Los Angeles Lakers in the purple and gold. All right, people. We got our AAU profile, baby, our AAU profile. And again, I can't say it enough, all right? That's where I got my coaching start uh, at the AAU ranks. I met a lot of great people, a lot of great coaches, a lot of great officials of AAU, all right? And it's a big, big thing in America. And you really hone your skills, not just as a player. As a coach, you hone your skills. As an um, official, as a referee, as a general manager, the AAU is where it's at, man. If you really want to get your foot in the door as a coach or, or as a referee, uh, as a player, the AAU is what you should look at to really try to get your start. And it's not that hard to get your start in the AAU. 
even if you want to become a volunteer coach in the very beginning and then start your own outfit. It's not that hard to get involved with. And so I always tell people, if you want to get involved in the game of basketball, um, the AAU is a great place to go. All right, I kind of got off because we're on our AAU profile for the show. This Monday, the Monday night show, AAU profile. All right. Our AAU profile is a young lady, powerful player, man. Excellent player, man, from the New Jersey area, Diamond Miller. Her name is Diamond Miller, all right? 6'3 guard, five-star recruit, all right? She's already committed to the University of Maryland. Wonderful player, man, could do a little bit of everything. Diamond Miller is a baller, man. She can play some ball, man. And a lot of people are also talking about Diamond Miller in the sense of they don't see her going four years before she jumps to the WNBA. And like Coach Luke said, there's a lot of young ladies that are passing up their last year or their last two years of college to play professional basketball. It's really starting to happen for these young ladies, man. The situation for these young ladies is getting a whole lot better. But again, we're kind of getting off because we're talking about our AAU profile, one Miss Diamond Miller. Okay, like I said, she's going to the University of Maryland. She's already committed to the University of Maryland. And she's out of that New Jersey area. Okay, she went to Franklin High School. Or she's going. This is her 12th year at Franklin High School. She's a senior. All right. And, um... Her AAU outfit, J-H-Z, Jersey Hoops. That's that's it, J-A-Z, Jersey Hoop Zone is her AAU outfit. And that's our AAU profile for this Monday's show. Young lady named Diamond Miller out of New Jersey area. Wonderful, wonderful player, people. A wonderful player. Once again, tap in. Tap in to All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, hey, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. Let's go. All right. Out of that Atlanta building, man. Out of that Atlanta building. Guess what? My main man, Cam Reddish, has been cleared as of Saturday morning, to fully participate at the Atlanta Hawks training camp. And Coach Luke is so excited because they were really mums the word on Cam Reddish, man. And I was saying, man, I hope Cam Reddish gets an early start in training camp because you really need that early start, especially when you're just coming in the league so that you can stay right abreast with everybody else, the veterans, and the rookies, they all need to start at the right time and at the same time. And so I'm very excited that Cam Reddish gets the opportunity to start training camp right off the bat. Cam Reddish is a baller, man. You know Coach Luke talks about Cam Reddish all the time because I'm going to tell you what, his game is made for the NBA. Now we watch Cam Reddish do his thing at the University of Duke, but I still say, Cam Reddish has an NBA game, his uh, NBA game. His game fits like a glove to the NBA. And so Cam Reddish is ready and raring to go with the Atlanta Hawks. And you're going to have to watch those Atlanta Hawks, people. I keep talking about it. 
I mean, the New Orleans Pelicans had such a draft that I think the Atlanta Hawks were a little overshadowed, but the Atlanta Hawks have a lot of talent, man, and you're going to have to watch them, and they're very young, all right? And they got the type of talent that won't back down from nobody. So you're really going to have to watch the Atlanta Hawks. But we kind of got off. We talking about my main man, Cam Reddish. Knockdown shooter. Great off the first step. Really can perform, man. And Cam Reddish is going to do wonders in the Atlanta Hawks uniform. You might hear people talking about him as far as uh, a rookie of the year. You never know. He might be the rookie of the year. Well, of course, you know Zion is the favorite. But there are a lot of guys, Cam Reddish, John Moran, there are a lot of guys that's going to push Zion Williams, Williamson for that um, rookie of the year, and Cam Reddish is one of those guys. All right. We got the WNBA Finals, the Mystic. The Mystic versus the, um, the Washington Mystic versus the Connecticut Sun. Game one yesterday. Very good game. I didn't get to watch the whole game. But I watched glimpses and little pieces. I had a few meetings yesterday. I had to do a couple of things. But again, I, I really glanced at it so that I could be ready and prepared for my guys, my audience, my All Things Basketball Podcast audience today in the show today. And so I always got a glance at it. And so what happened was the Washington Mystic are going up one nothing. They won yesterday's game. The, the, um, the, um, Score of yesterday's game, the Washington Mystics, 95, and the Connecticut Sun, 86. Now, I'll tell you, from what I could see, <clears throat> excuse me, from what I could see, the Washington Mystic were having their way, man. All right? Now, I don't know what was going on with the Connecticut Sun. I've seen the Connecticut Sun a whole lot better, play a whole lot better than they played yesterday. But that Washington Mystic team is something else, man. Elena Della Don, the MVP of the WNBA, she had 22 points, man. And none of those points are easy. But she doesn't, she makes it look easy. But none of the points she got yesterday was easy, man. And she was phenomenal. They were double teaming her the whole game. And that didn't stop her. They probably needed to triple team Elena Della Don. And that wouldn't have worked. But um, the Washington Mystic. All right, our WNBA recap, the Washington Mystics jump out to a 1-0 lead in the WNBA championship, all right? And the, the score was 95-86. Well, coming out of that Celtic building, people, Jason Tatum, phenomenal ball player, man. Anybody watch Team USA, you saw Jason Tatum at work. Phenomenal ball player. Could do a little bit of everything, man. Phenomenal. And he had four other, three other players that were his teammate on that Team USA. All right? But again, we're talking about Jason Tatum. Phenomenal player, man. And the Boston Celtics have already stated that it's basically Jason Tatum's team. He's going to be the go-to guy. All right? Now that Kyrie Irving's out the building, Jason Tatum will be taking the role over as the go-to guy, and Jason Tatum couldn't be any happier with these um with this news. Jason Tatum has always said he needs to know the direction that the Celtics are going to go in and let him know so he can perform at a high, high level. Well, they've given Jason Tatum the keys, people. 
They're saying that it's Jason Tatum's team, as well as Kemba Walker, of course, because he's the uh, uh, general on the floor. He's the new floor general over there. But when the game is on the line, they'll be more looking at Jason Tatum first and then Kemba Walker second. And so Jason Tatum is very excited about this news. He feels that he's ready to step up. He's been in the league for three years now, and he's ready to step his game up. Well, this is his third year, excuse me. And so he's ready to step his game up and take more of a leadership role in that Celtic building. Because as you know, the Celtics were in a little disarray last year. You know, a lot of guys didn't like each other, as I stated before. But right now, the Celtics are one. They're one big team. You know, and they're ready to perform at a high, high level. And Jason Tatum is their guy. He's the guy that's going to stir the drink when, uh, when it comes to this season. When the game's on the line or when they're in tight games, they'll be looking for Jason Tatum's not only his leadership, but his performance for him to perform at a high, high level when they need him. And so, of course, coming out of that Celtic building, Jason Tatum is very excited and ecstatic at this news that now he's going to be the go-to guy in the Celtic building. And so couldn't happen to a better young man, a young man that works very, very hard. He actually works out with Kobe Bryant in the summer because he's an L.A. boy. And so he works out with Kobe Bryant on a consistent basis. He worked out with Kobe Bryant last summer, and from what I understand, he worked out with Kobe Bryant this summer. And so it's a wonderful thing when these young guys latch on to veterans, whether they're still playing or not playing, because it can help them along the way. And so um, Jason Tatum is now the guy that they're looking for, for not only leadership, but outstanding play in the Celtic building. Wonderful, wonderful thing, people. That's definitely a wonderful thing for the Boston Celtics. Well, we've reached that point in the show that we always reach, people. If you want to be a sponsor or you want your ads to your company to be on the show, hit me up at All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram and leave a message. And if you go to my Facebook feed, hit me up at All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook, hit the email button and leave your information. Once again, if you want to be a sponsor on the show, All Things Basketball Podcast, or you want to ask to your company to be on the show, hit me up at All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram, leave a message, or hit me up at All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook, hit the email button with your information. Those are the two things you have to do if you want those things to work out for you at All Things Basketball Podcast. Thank you very, very much. Well, title of the show, people training camp and for mostly all of the teams i believe all of the teams now have started training camp and man coach luke is excited as well as a ton of other uh, um, fans that love the nba the nba is back people all right the nba is back and back in full swing everybody's in training camp getting ready for the preseason as well as the season couldn't happen at a better time I can't wait to see the guys on the floor. There's been a lot of moves in the NBA over the summer. And so it's going to be interesting to see Kemba Walker in a Celtic uniform. Interesting to see Kawhi Leonard and Paul George in a Clipper uniform. Interesting to see the return of Dwight Howard in the purple and gold. Interesting to see Anthony Davis, all right, in the purple and gold. It's going to be wonderful to see the rookies like John Moran. 
All right, Cam Reddish, as we spoke about earlier. Okay, Zion Williamson and our whole youthful Pelican team. It's going to be a very, very excited season, people. Very, very exciting season. I can't wait for it to happen, but that's what's going on. All of the training camps have opened, and they're ready. They're getting ready. They're putting up their shots. They're getting their conditioning ready. And I tell you, man, it's a wonderful thing, the NBA, man, when it gets going. And I'm looking forward to it. All Things Basketball Podcast is looking forward to it. And I think a lot of people are looking forward to the NBA getting back on the floor and performing at a high, high level. These are great athletes, and I can't wait to see them put it all out on the floor. And, of course, I follow the preseason leading up into the season. Some people really don't watch the preseason, but I do. I have to. I'm a coach. And so I'm watching the preseason as well as when the season starts up. As well as when the season starts up. Excuse me, getting a little tongue-tied here. But, hey, the NBA is back, people. Once again, we have another great season upon us, and I can't wait. Once again, people, tap in. Tap in All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. Let's go. Well, we got one more topic, that man Andre Iguodala. Well, as I understand, as Coach Luke understands, Andre Iguodala signed a one-year deal worth $17 million with the Memphis Grizzlies. Now, this kind of defies all of the things that Andre Iguodala was saying, but maybe not. He signed the deal because, I mean, actually, hey, who's going to turn down $17 million? (laughs) But the other thing is what I'm saying. It defies a little bit what he was talking about is because he still wants to be traded. Well, Memphis Grizzlies, they signed them because they want to keep them. And so right now, Andre Iguodala will be the consummate pro. He'll show up in the Memphis building, and I believe from from my sources, he did show up first day with bells on, ready to perform. $17 million will do that to you. <laughs> but uh, he still wants to be traded. He wants to be traded to a contender. And so right now, he though, he has to be in Memphis. He has to stay in Memphis. And I don't think Memphis will stop trying to persuade him to continue to stay there. But Andre Iguodala and his representation want to be traded as soon as possible from the Memphis Grizzly building. All right? But now here's the catch to it. Who's going to take Andre Iguodala for $17 million at this point? Yes, he has the accolades. He's one of the top clutch guys in the game. All right. Uh, Actually, in history at this point, the way he's done it in Golden State. But who's going to grab 17 million dollars for his services? It'll be hard now. It'll be hard. And so that's why I say it defies all of the things that he was talking about, because if he wanted to go to a contender, he would have to take far less. He would definitely have to take under 10 to get to a contender and play for a contender this season. But. Hey, who knows? Andre Iguodala signed a one-year deal with the Memphis Grizzlies for $17 million, and it's a wonderful, wonderful thing, people. Well, once again, people, another excellent episode. 
I like to thank all of my listeners, everyone that shares, downloads, likes, everybody that follows me on the gram. I love you. Everybody that follows me on Facebook. I love you. It's a wonderful thing. All things basketball podcast. We will continue to transcend up. Okay. And I'll see you Wednesday night, seven sharp. Again, we're only doing two shows a week and we'll constantly change our format, not our show format, but certain things will start coming into play like visual situations and live streams. And we're just going to keep improving and changing things at all things basketball podcast. But once again, I'll see you Wednesday night, 7 p.m. sharp. Good night. God bless. Ah!